0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're gonna talk about managing frustrations when you're trying to lose weight, right? Because you're gonna experience it, guaranteed. Uh, so before we get into that, the, the first thing you have to recognize is there's a cognitive bias, right? Something we're all born with that is called the planning fallacy. And basically it's this idea that um, when we think we're gonna, when we take on a goal, we think about it in the best possible scenario, right? So we think about weight loss and we say, okay, I'm gonna start here and I'm just gonna go a straight line down to my success. So right off the bat, when we tend to think about things, we tend to think about the best case scenario, like just going kind of smooth and we don't take into account all this stuff. And so you can pretty much be guaranteed no matter what, um, that you're gonna feel frustrated, that it's not gonna go fast enough uh, as you expected it. And so it's not a question of if, it's when, right? When are you gonna experience the frustration? And so how do you deal with it? I think it starts again with the mindset, right? How you are approaching this and so much of the diet mentality that we're we're conditioned with through the diet marketing uh, sets us up for failure when it comes to this here. Uh, Because, you know, think about every single weight loss ad you've seen is about how much weight you're going to lose and how much time. And so it really frames this process in a very unrealistic short-term time frame where, again, it's just that straight line of success. And so we have to recognize that that's not really accurate. It really isn't. I mean, most diet marketing if it's even real, is outliers, you know, people that got got extreme results in a very quick amount of time. And that's not going to be most people's experience. So again, it's reframing this process, getting ourselves out of that diet mindset so that we can start to become more accurate with our thinking. And this isn't to sound negative. I, I don't want this to sound discouraging to you. I think you have to manage your expectations. You have to manage your time frame for how you're thinking about this because this directly is gonna impact how frustrated you get. If you think you're gonna lose, you know, two, three pounds a week, you know, f- until you get to your goal weight, that's probably not the case, you know? And so um, th- that's the first step. So when you feel frustrated, again, it's time to step back and say, okay, what am I looking to accomplish here? And what is my time frame, And ultimately, what is the goal? And so I suggest to you that you get off of the goal of wanting to lose weight and starting to focus on what goal weight you want to live at for the rest of your life on near autopilot you see the difference there so it's not just about losing weight because when we just think about losing weight we get fixated on losing weight and amount of time we think of it as a temporary process when we start focusing on i want to get to my goal weight and live there for the rest of my life on near autopilot we're setting ourselves up to think about this forever right for the rest of my life on near autopilot we're setting up a very specific goal that kind of frames the whole process differently And I'm telling you, the reason I'm talking so much about this is because this is what does the heavy lifting of reducing the frustration and setting the stage for you to really succeed through the frustration. Because you're going to experience it even in that mindset, okay? It's always going to be there because we're always impatient. You know, we always want results faster than we can get them sometimes. Um, But what this does is it sets the table for us to succeed. Because now once we get rid of that time piece, right? So once we get out of thinking about our weight loss in terms of days, weeks, and months, and we start thinking about in terms of months, years, decades, and forever, now what happens is we start to see the process differently. We don't have to be in a rush. We don't have to do crazy things to achieve short-term weight loss. We can start setting up for long-term success. And now the focus shifts a little bit from the results that we're getting to the process we're using to accomplish them, right? And this is really important, because with, again, with the diet mindset, we don't care what we have to do. If we starve ourselves, not eat, just to lose weight, great, we'll do that, because all that matters is the weight loss. When it comes to weight mastery and living at our goal weight for the rest of our lives on your autopilot, the outcome is set, but really what's important is the process of how we're gonna accomplish it. So it's not, we, we can't starve ourselves, we can't just drink water, to live at our goal weight forever, right? You can't do that forever. And so we start focusing on a process that becomes simpler and easier for us. So the outcome's completely different. And so now the goal becomes, how can I live at my goal weight on near autopilot forever? And so the answer to that is, it's gonna have to be a strategy and ways of doing it that resonate with us. And so now again, now we've kind of said that, bear with me because I know you just want, oh, how do I deal with frustration? Give me a trick. It's not that easy. again, it's the it's the framing of things that does most of the heavy lifting with that. So once you realize you're setting up a lifelong plan, you're doing this process of figuring out how to live at your goal weight, now you kind of naturally give yourself a bit more time. And the frustration is less about how quickly you're getting the results. And it's more about, let me work on implementing these new thought patterns, these new behaviors, and ultimately the goal weight that I want to live at. And so, um, that's, that, that's, that's the big part of it, right? And so now when the frustration comes, what you wanna do is it's really a mindset game. It's a thought game. So that when you feel frustrated, like I'm not getting the results I want, you step on the scale and you're like, ugh, that's not what I expected. Now we can look at it and say, okay, how can I tweak this? Because now you've given yourself the space. Do you see the difference here? <laughs> I know, like, cause I wanna make this clear. If you're thinking about, okay, I'm gonna lose the weight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna diet, you know, as long as I'm losing weight. If the weight loss doesn't show up quick enough, you feel like, ah, forget it. You know, it's it's very conditional and it's all based on losing weight. When we start orienting towards long-term permanent success, well, of course we're gonna have a little bit of frustration, you know, along the way, but we're gonna work through that. And if we hit a wall, if we get a week where we didn't lose any weight, we're okay with it. Let's look back at it, let's adjust, let's figure it out. Because again, this is for long-term success. And so let me let me just bring in a different concept just to kind of make this clearer. If you want to learn to play a musical instrument, right, again, that the idea in your mind, I want to master the piano, right along with that concept is it's a long-term thing. And, and embedded in that idea is there's going to be moments of frustration. We're kind of, we're, we're preparing ourselves for those. So, so you see, that so much is just mindset. If we just think like, oh, I'm going to play the piano as long as I can learn it quickly. Well, good luck. You know, because now you don't know I mean like you're setting yourself up for failure. You're not realize oh, I haven't learned how to play it yet. So, so again, so much of its mindset. I go back to college, right? If you go to college, you know it's gonna be four years of challenging, hard work where you're gonna be confused and you're gonna struggle and all the rest of it. But again, you have a long-term goal that you know you'll reach if you stick with it. You know, so it takes no account those frustrations. It kind of embeds them into it, and so when they show up, you're prepared for them. You see, as opposed to saying, "Okay, well, I'll do it if I, if, as long as it's easy, as, lo- as long as I understand it all the time." Um, And then once we hit a wall, it was like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. I thought it was going to be easy. So, so much of it's the framing. That's how you get through the frustration is you prepare ahead of time that, of course, you're going to hit some frustrations, but that's okay. That's part of the process because I'm going to get to a place where I have mastered my weight because I'm going to create a customized system that really works for me that allows me to live my goal for the rest of my life. So, a little bit of frustration is a small price to pay to get to that goal. Okay. So I hope this makes sense. I know, you know, usually I just want to give you the t- the tips and techniques and just let you use them. This one here is a little more cerebral, right? It's a little more conceptual, um, but it's just as powerful. So spend some time and think about what I'm saying here and really start to think about your weight loss on a longer term time frame, and start to think about how you'll get through the frustrations when they occur, right? How do you want to get through them? And uh, hopefully this will help you. Uh, so if anyone has any questions, then feel free to ask them. I saw Wendy, thanks for the rose. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, I'll, I'll do what I can. Ricky, what's up, Ricky? Last day of school. Congratulations to seeing her now. That's awesome. Uh, I'm so glad I found you. I'm glad you found me too, Wendy. So that's awesome. Um, and by the way, just saying, you know, if if you ever want to go deeper into my world here, beyond just, just TikTok, um, go to my bio, click that link, and I give you a free hypnosis session. Um, once you sign up for that, I I bring you to a training, three steps to master your weight, um, you know, email you, you know, coaching material, support every day, all that's for free. Uh, I also have a a program, you know, that you can get involved in as well. You can work directly with me. Um, so there's that too, but at the very least you, you all sign up for the free stuff. It's really, really good. Um, my skinniest friends eat one meal around late noon, pretty much. I'm trying that. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I, I will tell you, I, I think it's always good to use other people as, you know, uh, sources of ideas and strategies, um, but always bounce it off of yourself, right? Always make sure whatever you're going to do to lose weight is something that resonates with you. I, I find so often the weight loss thing, people will just take on some plan that really doesn't fit with them. They hate it and they force themselves to do it. And so if that, you know, test it out, you know, if, if eating the one meal around late noon works for you, cool. If you find you tried that and you're absolutely starving and you hate it, then then there's a million ways to lose weight. Okay, the most important thing though, is to get it, make sure it resonates with you. So you can do it long term, because then you can build on that. Then, you know, weight loss is, it's this process of practicing. It, it, no one ever talks about this, it makes me crazy. Weight loss is one of the only things in the world, like people think they're just gonna start on day one being perfect. And they're just gonna main that, maintain that perfection all the way out. And even, I mean, how many times you tried that? It just doesn't work. You can't just all of a sudden be this perfect version of yourself tomorrow. It's so stupid. I don't blame you for it. You're conditioned through all the diet marketing that that's how it goes, but that's bullshit. It doesn't go that way. Of course it doesn't. (laughs) You can't just change instantly. And especially eating. Eating is like, you know, they estimate you make over 200 food decisions a day. Eating is a, it's a huge part of your life. And so to all of a sudden think you're just gonna instantly change how you eat starting tomorrow, just that's it. Like it's like goofy. So it's really, it's more about practicing. You know, it's about becoming the person you wanna be. And no one ever thinks about it that way. And so you don't give yourself any room to make mistakes and then to learn from them and grow from them, you know? And that's the whole foundation to program yourself Then We don't start trying to be perfect, which is overwhelming to you, by the way. That's why you can't stick with a plan. You don't wanna start when it's overwhelming, it's too much. And so program yourself, then we start slow. You know, in a strategic way so that you're not overwhelmed. So you enjoy the process. Imagine that. And then you, you develop and build and customize the process. So it's built around you. You know, it's not rocket science. It's just that when it comes to weight loss, we've all been conditioned to think like a dieter, you know? And it's because, you know, all these diets, I mean it's millions of ads you've seen in your life, millions of diet ads in your life. And it all conditions you to the point now, I bet you can't even separate weight loss from dieting. Oh, how are you going to lose weight? Yeah, ask a thousand people in America how they're going to lose weight. Give me, give me how you do it. Diet, surgery, medicine, right? Those are the three. No one's saying mindset, you know, it's just not out there. And I think it's because the diets are, are wolves in sheep's clothing, right? I say this every time because I want you to really know this, that all the big diets are owned by big food companies. And to me, that's sketchy. <laughs> I don't trust them. Um, so, Oh, look at my heart. I like that. Um, weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Right? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Uh, uh, Atkins Food Products was owned by the same company that owns Anian's Pretzels and Cinnabon. Slimfast was owned by the same company that owns Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. Do you know what I mean? Do you really think that they're like promoting and pushing out some diet that all the people are going to follow and then stop eating their bullshit foods or eat less of them? Like, Does that make any sense? You know? Um, I think the dieting mindset is it doesn't work. We all know this. I mean, 95% of people that lose weight put it back on. We live in a country where 75% of the adults are overweight or obese. So dieting clearly doesn't work. It's not you, it's not because you're broken or you got no willpower. It's because dieting as a strategy sucks. It's horseshit, it doesn't work. And so I'm here to tell you that. And uh, anyways, I got a little distracted there. Um, You are helping change mindset and how I look at food, my journey to be a healthy lifestyle. Thank you so much. You're welcome, sweet Rosie. That's awesome, I'm glad to hear that. that, that's awesome and that's why i do this you know i, I say this all the time uh th- this for me the reason i do this this is really a mission for me you know this isn't just about weight loss so you can wear a bathing suit at the beach like that's cool i want you to do that but this is really about like life or death to me you know my, my story started my dad died at 54 of a heart attack i was nine years old most traumatic thing and like i'm never gonna let that happen to me he was obese um unhealthy lifestyle and so I'm never going to do that. Ten years later, it's 50 pounds heavier, going on the same path. I, I didn't, I wasn't changing it. And so, uh, anyways, when I help people, and the reason I do all this stuff, and a lot of it for free, is because to me, you know, I really want to help help you all, because because it's more than just looking good. I want you to look good too, right? You know, but it's more than that. It's it's about how long are you going to live? You know, you got to understand, like there's so much, be- between the food companies and then the diets that they all own most of them. Um, and the medical establishment, I love myself some medicine, I love doctors, but let's be honest, I mean the medical establishment is built around treating symptoms, not finding cures. And so there's a lot of money being made off of minimizing how you think about the foods that you're eating, the weight that you're at, your health level right now. And it's very similar, I mean, if you want, if you want a really apples to apples comparison, it's very similar to the cigarettes. You know, if you went back in time to the 50s, people didn't think cigarettes were unhealthy. Imagine that, <laughs> right? And uh, here we are with the same thing with the food. I mean, people are literally getting type 2. They almost expect to get type 2 diabetes, and they're they're fine with it. You know, okay, this is part of life. You're getting older, you know? It's it's like we've been conditioned because there's so much money behind being, selling us this bullshit. There's so much money being off made of you being overweight, unhealthy, and unhappy. Tons of money. I mean, a huge chunk of the economy is built around that. So you're on your own to some degree. You know, I get out here and do this because it's literally life and death. I want you to live every second you can. You know what I mean? Like They have the Framingham Heart Study. It's one of the longest studies been going on since like the forties or fifties. But what they've found is that women that were overweight lived on average 4.1 years less. Women that were obese lived seven years less. That's a lot of years. I've told people that, I say, oh, that's the worst years. I said, what are you fucking, what are you, asshole? <laughs> no, it's not the worst years. That, that, don't get that out of your head. You know what I mean? Like, like we're just constantly being conditioned. Just like with the cigarettes, again, the cigarettes, they used to have ads with, with doctors. Doctors at his desk, you know, and it, that cigarette ad, oh, I smoke, blah, 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 because these are the healthiest cigarette. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of conditioning is constantly happening with the food, which by the way, all the cigarette companies own the food companies. So if you don't like cigarette companies, you might want to rethink the food you're eating, <laughs> right? Do you know, like RJ Reynolds and Nabisco are fucking literally the same, they merged. Do you know the parent company of Kraft? Yeah. Philip Morris. (laughs) So it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's literally the same company. And you know, it all happened in the, in the seventies, the cigarette company saw the writing on the wall. Okay. Here comes the studies, Lincoln, lung cancer cigarettes. They want to divest, they went into the food and they brought their same bullshit philosophies and we make the most addictive product possible and use the most aggressive marketing they could. And that's where we're at. And we're, we're pre remember the cigarettes before we knew they were really bad for us. That's where we're at with the food. And so in 10, 15 years, you're going to be kicking yourself in the pants if you haven't changed your eating because you're gonna say, fuck, that was my life, my life. Anyways, um, <laughs> that pre-calc, yeah, I heard that pre-calc final was pretty tough. But luckily, if, uh, if everyone does it bad, then uh, <laughs> they'll help you out. But <laughs> he said, oh my God, I love you. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Wendy. I appreciate that. It's all about sustainability. Yeah, exactly. If you build around sustainability, it's literally a 180 degree different approach, you know, but it's so, you know, I always say this, like weight loss is way harder than weight mastery, (laughs) ironically, because weight loss is, you're trying to lose all the weight really fast. And how do you do that? You do extreme things and it's really hard. That's why you don't want to start a plan. All you do is think about losing weight and you can't get yourself to do anything because the only things you think about doing are really hard to do you want to know what we're doing program yourself then you want to know what happens you start the program and tomorrow morning you get a little message you click from me because i deliver it on your phone because i know the hardest part of change is remembering <laughs> so i know you're gonna look at your phone tomorrow morning there's a message for me you click on it. it brings you to a five minute hypnosis session you listen to in the morning imagine is that hard no <laughs> you relax you calm down you get a weight loss mantra put into your mind so you start to think like a thin person then you go about your day You know, then at night you come back there's another message from me. Hey, do your two-minute programming technique that I teach you so you can program yourself. You do that, and then there's a 10-minute self-hypnosis session you want to listen to with another core weight loss mantra. (laughs) That's how we're creating change here, you know? And so it's comfortable, it's easy, it's fun, it's enjoyable. Because guess what? Weight loss and living at your goal weight is probably the most enjoyable, worthwhile, fulfilling thing that you can do in your entire life. I mean, it's the foundation of everything else in your life. You know what I mean this is what I'm saying like you you're, you minimize you subconsciously have been conditioned to minimize your health and how important it is it, it's that simple you know and so again your mindset is the biggest thing impacting your weight your mindset it's more important than your genetics your hormones your menopause your Hashimoto's your PCOS any of it your insulin resistance all of it your mindset's the most important thing affecting your weight and if you think about it who is teaching you about how to change your mindset so you can lose weight? Who? And I know the answer is zero because I've been doing this thirty years personally, twenty years professionally, and I had to learn this all myself. You know, I, I read fifty books a year. I've done over five thousand private weight loss sessions. I had to create my own system because where where am I looking? Who's doing it? Who you le- who you learn how to change your mindset from to to change your weight? And if you're not learning how to change your mindset, then how, how do you think you're gonna lose the weight? You just magically, magically tomorrow, Monday, I'm just gonna all of a sudden follow that plan that I've tried 50 times and it hasn't worked. Why would tomorrow be different? Like what is the difference? What changes? All of a sudden you tap into some magical willpower. All of a sudden you're just a different person on some Monday. Like if you take a step back and think about it, it makes zero sense. And I, I say it like this, I'm not attacking you, you understand that. I'm making it clear because what you're doing in your head is you're, you're constantly upset, what's wrong with me? How come I can't follow a plan? Why don't I stick with anything? Why can't I lose weight? Well, what's wrong? Then you're always thinking about what's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you, you're, it's, what's wrong is the fucking plan. It's a stupid plan. The idea of dieting is goofy to the extreme you know not to say that there aren't some legitimate like like some diet philo- philosophical aspects like keto i don't believe in keto like as an extreme like to be, live your life in ketosis like where does that come from cuz that was a diet that was designed for to help treat epileptics there's no there's no society that lived in ketosis all the time you know? So it's like, where does that come from? You know, but again, it, it's a response to, we, we consume too many refined carbs in this culture. Okay, cool. I get that part of it. Don't know if I need to go in ketosis. <laughs> so anyways, it, it's good to take aspects of different diets, but you really need to create your own one. And ultimately it's not the diet because every diet will work. If you follow it, they've done these studies. They, they've, they've tracked all of it if you follow these diets to the letter they all work the problem is you can't get yourself to follow them and that's again a mindset issue and where are you learning about mindset it's the one thing they never teach you in the diets they give you the plan and they say okay follow it and then what do you do you got one tool don't you you got one tool willpower and you try and force yourself to follow the plan and it works for a couple days a couple weeks and then you can't do it anymore you know anyways (laughs) uh healthy Hey, what's up, Don? Mm, how do you feel about lab grown chicken? Ooh, I don't feel good about that. I don't I don't like me any lab grown anything. Um, and I'm a I'm a vegetarian, so uh I don't eat chicken anyways. I wouldn't eat farm grown chicken. I, I it's just again, chicken's another one of these things. Chicken now is fattier than beef. They make it they've genetically they're not even just genetically engineered, they've bred these chickens to be these these Frankenstein chickens, and then they dip them in salt. I mean, it's it's whatever. Lab-grown chicken, I, I guess to each his own, you know what I mean? But again, what, what I always try to optimize people to is the more natural, I think everyone should be plant-based. You know, eat your meat. I, I don't have a problem with eating meat, but I think the core of your diet really ought to be plant-based. I, I think if you're building around anything other than that, you're really taking an extreme chance. I mean, there is no question scientifically that a plant-based diet is the healthiest diet on the planet. I mean, that, that's that been confirmed over and over and over through multiple cultures, through multiple history you know and so I think you know th- that's what I would suggest and eat your meat but the core of it I think again it's micronutrients and fiber are probably the two things that are making you the most hungry you're not getting the micronutrients you need most likely if you eat a high processed diet and you're not getting any fiber and so you're hungry all the time and you can just eat 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 eat, eat and you never feel full you know um, and a lab grown chicken I wouldn't be too interested in that but you do you I oh, know I'm highly anxious about my health 24-7. I just don't manage to help myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get that. Highly anxious about my health. That's so true. But I, I will tell you why this is. If you want to know the difference, Astra, it's this. It's that, And this, this defines almost all of you watching this right now, is that everyone in my program is almost always an overthinker. They're always thinking up in their head. And I'm included in that. And I just seem to attract these people. <laughs> um, and so... When you're an overthinker, it's good and bad, you know, cause it's it's like, you've got like a supercomputer, right? always thinking things out, you know? Problem is if you're struggling with your weight, it's because you're constantly processing and thinking about the problem. And you do it by asking questions like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? Why can't, why do I keep overeating? Why can't I eat the right foods? And it's always about what you're doing wrong. And you're trying to figure it out. You think once you figure it out, you're gonna have this cognitive breakthrough and everything's gonna change, which is bullshit because, Information doesn't equal behavior. So you could have the exact reasons, it's still going to matter. Okay. So, really, what you have to do is you have to start practicing, and mentally, how you have to practice, mindset wise, you have to start asking solution oriented questions. How can I make it easier to eat well? How can I live at my goal way in an enjoyable and fun way? How can I make my, you know, my eating habit, my health eating habits, just automatic and natural? You know, now, I know you don't have these answers, but you're not asking these questions. And so that's why you never get to them. So yeah, the highly anxious, I mean, how do you get yourself anxious about your health? Oh God, what's wrong with me? Oh God, I hope I hope I don't die like my my bubba did. I, I hope, oh, I don't want that to happen to me. Oh shit, I'm worried I'm going to get, oh, I don't want to be type 2 diabetic. Right? Understand your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. Right? If I tell you to don't think about a banana, what are you thinking about? A banana, right? Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. So when you're thinking about all the things that stress you out and makes you anxious, you're literally programming your subconscious mind even deeper to to accomplish and, and achieve those things that you don't want. So understanding how to use your mind is really, really important. Um, what's your height and weight that you feel the best? Um, you know, listen, that, that's up for everyone to decide, you know, um, which, you know, that's a whole aspect to weight mastery as well is to really it all starts with what is your goal weight you know and um it's i i think that's an interesting question right in and of itself because i think most people just choose a goal weight kind of arbitrarily you know I, i've done over five thousand private weight loss sessions so that at some point it's always like okay what do you want to weigh blah blah blah. i want to weigh x amount of pounds okay why mm, uh, i don't know that's what i weighed when i was 18 oh that's what i weighed when i got married oh that's what i weighed when i lost a bunch of weight on weight watchers You know and it's just like okay that's it that's that's the goal you're picking and that's the reason why and so this really this is the starting point for most people is that your weight your weight loss goal doesn't have much meaning attached to it yeah you think about weighing that weight all the time but it doesn't really have a lot of meaning does that mean that doesn't make sense but let me explain why um so i want to weigh okay let me let me just frame it a different way your goal weight should really be the weight that gives you the best quality of life, right? Because right now you're just picking your weight as if it lives in a vacuum. So understand this, whatever weight you choose, you're going to have to live and eat a certain way to achieve it. And a lot of people just pick a weight without taking this part into account. Oh, I want to weigh X amount of pounds. Okay, well, to weigh X amount of pounds, you you got to eat 500 calories a day. So, right, we got, that's an important piece of the puzzle, no? We can't just, oh, I want to weigh X amount of pounds. Well, you gotta eat five hundred calories a day, though, to do that. But I, I want to weigh that. Well, do you want to eat five calories a day? No, I'm not gonna do that. But I want to weigh that. That that summarizes most people, you know. And so I think you have to take into account what you got to do. I, I the one of the most extreme. She she wins the the award for this. Out of all my years, I'll always remember this. But I said, what's your goal weight? She tells me, and I said, okay, when's the last time you weighed that? And she goes, um, when I was 12 years old. And I said, well, I said, what grade were you in? She goes, seventh grade. I said, that, that's what you want to weigh now as a, as a mature woman? Because I guess that you could. That can be the goal if you want. But that's going to be a, a very extreme eating and lifestyle plan to achieve that. Are you willing to do that? And why? <laughs> why do you want to be that weight? Again, the big one, you know? Because you think your weight is going to—your weight doesn't make you happy. Your weight is a means to an end. It, weight and money are very similar. Right. You could have all the money that you need and want, but if you get it by robbing, you know, senior citizens, ugh, you know what I mean? Like, like that doesn't feel too good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's how most people think about their weight. They're like, oh, I want to get this really low weight. Well, I'm gonna have to crash diet and feel like shit to do it. Well then why, why do you want that? Like, what do you think it is about that weight? That's so amazing. Cause how do you explain it? how do people, and you've probably done it yourself, how you've lost the weight and then you put it back on. So, so the weight in and of itself does not make you happy. It's how you achieve the weight that makes you happy. So you got to take both these into account. You have to say, whatever my goal weight is, is the weight that's going to be the best quality of life. And you have to take into account how you're going to achieve that weight. You know, so I'll give you an example. In practice, I follow this. Um, I've had this same, I dropped 50 pounds over 30 years ago. I've maintained the same weight for 30 years, except there was a blip about 12 years ago. Um, we we moved into a new house, redid the whole thing. I'm running a business and I had my son and he was just born and he was not a good sleeper. And so I was sleeping like crap. I was tired, I was exhausted. And I put almost 25 pounds on. And so I was like, well, that's too much. But what I did is I increased my goal weight by 10 pounds in that situation. Because for me to live at that lower weight in that situation was a lot of work I wasn't willing to do. My My quality of life would have gone down if I wanted that lower weight. So I, I hope this makes sense because I, I can almost guarantee you you're starting out. Your goal weight is just some number you've been saying for 30 years, the same number, which, by the way, you associate with failure now anyways, so it doesn't even feel like a real goal anymore. Um, but you need to have more meaning behind that number. And so that's the starting point for for congruent, real motivation that, that moves you towards it. You know, because most people just kind of oh, I want to weigh X amount of pounds, want to weigh X amount of pounds. And it's not, they're not mean to it. Um, this is what made me change my goals. Game changer. Accept we eat what we eat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Done, right? That's the, that's. It's so important. It's just so funny because, like, everyone just overlooks it. I, I don't know. This, this whole process makes me nuts because, like, you know, I, I read so much, and there's so many smart, smart, smart people out there, you know? And uh, it's like, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not stupid. <laughs> like, I'm not a stupid person at all, but I'm not the smartest guy. Like, I'm not, I'm not like these really, you know, these... There's people just brilliant out there, but it's like why don't people have better answers for this weight loss stuff? Like, like it's one of the biggest industries in the world. Like, there's billions and billions of dollars spent a year on weight loss, and it's like there's no real answers out there, right? I mean, here you are watching this. You've been trying to lose weight. I can I guarantee you've been trying to lose weight for decades, right? You think about it constantly. You've probably done numerous diets and approaches to try and lose weight, and if you really are honest with yourself, you have no better idea about how to lose weight now than you did before you started your first diet. You really just, you just don't know. You got, yeah, you know, I should do this. I should do that. I should do that. I shouldn't need, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. Like you got a vague sense of what you shouldn't, shouldn't do, but the nuts and bolts of how to, can you actually get yourself to start eating better tomorrow? And let's be honest, the answer is no. So it's like in program yourself, then there's three pillars of weight mastery that we go through in the program, mindset, lifestyle, eating. And I make like a pyramid shape because mindset's the biggest, most important piece. Then lifestyle. Then eating. Okay. So you these fill in the bl- blank blueprints you fill out. But the the mindset piece, we start off with motivation. Why? Because you don't know how to fucking motivate yourself. Let's be honest. You don't know how to motivate yourself. You've got the you've got the random, spontaneous, pain based motivation that comes up. You step on the scale. You see the picture of yourself. The clothes don't fit. You gotta go to the doctor. Someone says something shitty to you, and you get really upset. And you said, that's it. I gotta lose the weight. And then you pick some extreme plan, you do it for a couple of days or weeks, and then you stop, right? That, that's your motivation, let's be honest. And so you don't have any real ability. You have no idea, I bet, of how to actually move yourself from where you're at right now to being ready to run through a wall to, to lose the weight. Do you think that's important piece of the puzzle? <laughs> I do, that's why we start with that. I take you through the motivation matrix. It's a two levels. The first, we start: how to use pain and pleasure strategically. How to use intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. It's the science of motivation. Do you even know about intrinsic, extrinsic motivation? It's a literal science of it. You just follow it. It's like, you, you're, you don't even think about this. So what do you do? You start, I'm, I'm gonna start eating better tomorrow. No, you're not, no, you're not. You know what I mean? You need to make subconscious shifts in how you're thinking about the process, so you're really motivated. You know, I, I worked with someone yesterday and she's a private client. She's very committed, very, very intelligent very, very hardworking. And I said, you know, you haven't wanted to lose weight. She got mad. I said, ah, you haven't really wanted to lose weight. I'm telling you this now. You str- you're you overweight and you don't like it. I say you weigh what you want to weigh subconsciously. You couldn't convince me otherwise. I think you weigh exactly what you want to weigh subconsciously. She got mad. I said, listen, I said, what if the most important person in your life he right. said, so I've done everything I think about all that. And so what if the most important person in your life, if their life was uh, dependent on you losing weight? Right? Let's just say this, that you have a month. let will do this example. Say the person's most important person in your life is kidnapped. And the kidnapper said, if you don't lose weight in the next month, you're never going to see this person again. Would you have any trouble losing weight that month? Honestly? Any trouble at all? No, of course not. Would you be tempted? Would you be tempted to eat ice cream in that situation? I don't think you would, <laughs> you know. So again, I don't say I know, It's just a thought experiment. So that's not going to happen. Uh, but it's just to, to let you realize that your motivation level is really low. You don't really want to lose weight, you know. You wish you'd lose weight. You wish you wake up tomorrow, oh, doing everything great. But you actually does your desire to actually want to take action, make it happen, is low. And so that's why we start with motivation. But so much of this stuff, when you when you start doing things differently and properly, you get way better results. And um, that's what I'm trying to tell you. So I've been trying to be negative here. I, I, I'm, I'm attempting to be positive, you know to encourage you that it's not you, that you're not broken. You, you're not, it's not like you don't have the willpower to succeed. It's that your strategy is broken. It, it doesn't, your strategy of diets and dieting doesn't give you what you need. It doesn't teach you how to manage your mindset, how to manage your thinking, your emotions, your behavior. That's another component of the mindset section is the neuroscience of habits. Do you know the neuroscience habits? <laughs> like, wouldn't it be helpful if you did? <laughs> so, because you don't. And so what are you doing to change your habits? I mean, I know. I know what you're doing. You're trying to change them with your willpower. You're trying to remember to act differently. Right? And it, and it works for a couple of days and then you forget and you go back to what you always did. You know? Um. Uh, on a healthy eating last second because it'll be better as I need hip replacement. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but great job. Yeah, if, if you're, I am sure I can't read that one. I lost 35 kilograms and I took 12k back. All right, Astra. Well, how do we choose the goal weight? I choose it based on my BMI. Oops, on my BMI, I'm 110 kilogram now. I was 135 and I need to be 67. Um, you know, here's the thing, Astra. You you don't need to be so here, this is just a linguistics lesson, right? Because your subconscious mind's literal. And so you don't need to lose weight. You don't have to lose weight. Um, you, I would suggest you want to lose weight. Because when you start using words like, I have to lose weight, I need to lose weight, you start to feel like you're losing your autonomy, like you're being forced to do it. And that's what it feels like now, right? And that's because you're always fighting against yourself anyways, but that's another story. But um, even just with the goal weight thing, you know, it's like there is no right or wrong. I think the BMI is a good place to start. I, I think when it comes to the BMI, you want to be in the ballpark. But you can be overweight because that overweight, I, I think it's fine personally. I mean, there's studies that come out. You can be overweight according to the BMI chart and be just as healthy. but you start getting the obese range, not so much. Okay, but, but the overweight range, you can still be healthy. And so it just becomes a desire, what you desire. You know, if you don't want to be as clean with your eating and your lifestyle and you're, you're fine with a higher weight and you're in a relatively healthy range, then great. That's your, there is no right or wrong. You get to choose what you want away. You're choosing it right now, folks (laughs) hate to tell you, you know what I mean? Like you really are choosing to live at the weight you're living at choosing it subconsciously. You don't realize you're doing it, but don't you find it odd that you do everything you can to lose weight and you, you stay at the same weight. You've got a subconscious process going on. It's just just like a thermostat controlling your weight. And it is not physical. It's not a physical set point thing. It's a mental set point. You think of yourself as an overweight person. And you don't like it, but you're familiar with it. You're comfortable with it. Your brain's a prediction machine. Your main job of your brain is to predict the future so that you're safe. And so your subconscious mind wants to maintain the status quo. So you don't like being overweight, but you're familiar with it. You you know it. And, And to some degree, it's comfortable. Losing weight is, is very disruptive, which is again for <laughs> the mindset section of Program Yourself then. You tell me what other program does this. The second module after the motivation is your self-image because weight mastery, becoming a thin person is an inside out process. Jesus Christ, if you don't believe that, because how many times have you or you seen other people lose the weight and then put it back on? How's that possible? I know it's possible because they don't think of themselves as a thin person. They never, ever, never practice their maintenance. So you have to start by defining, who do I want to be? What's the best version of me? Which, by the way, is another strategy that's crucial. The, just focusing on the weight in, is not enough. It's never going to be enough. It's got to be more than that. you to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. You need to make this a process of becoming the best version of you possible. And an aspect of that's your weight. But there's way more to it than that. That's the secret. That, that's the most important secret. Programming itself then really isn't a weight loss program. It's a personal development program. It's about becoming the best version of you. And one part of that is mastering your weight. I hope that makes sense. Um, all this shooting keeps us overweight. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, thanks, Dan. I love that. I love that little... That's hard. That's cool. I have a million times better idea on how to lose weight compared to when I started, but for sure, I don't know how to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, how it happens, again, it's... It's... You know, it's kind of the frustrating part of this because people just want tactics, you know? Like when it comes to weight loss, everyone's so conditioned to just look for the shortcuts, you know? People are always putting all their energy to chasing down shortcuts, quick fixes. And it's like they just pull back and just put the energy into just creating a plan that works for them forever. Like I've been following the same mindset, lifestyle, and eating strategies for 30 years, I keep optimizing and tweak them. It gets better and easier and more enjoyable and, and all it, things keep improving. But it's like, I've been following the same core plan for a long time. So, and I will continue to follow the same core plan for another hundred years. Like I love it, it's custom made to me. You don't change, like a lot of your core stuff doesn't change that much in life. The things you like to eat, the way you like to live, what you like to do, you know, who you like to be. A lot of those things stay very similar, you know? So once you create this plan, like ninety percent of it stays the same, you know, and it, and it's built a piece at a time because that's how things are built when you're building them around you when you're customizing them to you. So again, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you program yourself. Then it well does it take longer? I always say that my my, my wife always does stop saying that, and she's right because it's not like program yourself. Then takes longer than a diet because a diet, fuck, it's not fast. Oh, <laughs> you okay? all lost ten pounds in a week. Great. What'd you lose in two months? Where are you at six months from now? Right back to where I was. Then that's not fast, right? <laughs> if you lose 20 pounds in a month and put 20 pounds on the third, the second month, was it fast? No, right? <laughs> and so program yourself, again, is the fastest because it's the fastest way because you're creating a, a long-term plan. There's a saying right? people underestimate, they overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. That kind of summarizes it. So program yourself then set up for a year for the rest of your life. It's a shift in thinking, you know. Um, always jump to some diet strategy versus figuring out how to live a better lifestyle mindset. Yeah, Don knows, right? Don Don's picking it up. I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, think about it. You're constantly just like, you're always thinking about what's wrong with you, and then you're always, you know, just like you're so. I don't take this personally, but it's like you're just so desperate. You're just like, oh, I'm just hope there's a, oh, maybe I'll try Ozempic. Maybe I'll try that medicine that gives you that gives you thyroid tumors. And that got to take forever and it cost me a lot of money and it's really intense. Maybe I'll just do that. I'm just so, maybe I'll get my stomach stapled. Uh, Maybe I'll do keto again. Maybe I'll try keto again. Oh, maybe I'll try this. Oh, intermittent fasting, let me try that. You know, it's so, you know what I mean? Like you're so back on your heels and you're coming from such a place of powerlessness and weakness. To be honest, I'm just being honest with you, okay? And so what I'm talking about here is I'm gonna gonna master my weight. Let's like, if you want to learn the piano, I'm gonna, I wanna play the piano. I'm gonna commit to this. I'm gonna practice every day for a half hour. I'm gonna play the piano. I'm gonna figure it out this week. I'm gonna give myself a month to master the piano. I'm play ten hours a day. That's how you're approaching dieting, you know, your weight loss. And so, again, I, I, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta pull yourself back. The biggest challenge you have is getting out of your mindset. You are trapped in a dieter's mindset, and it's not an accident. There's a lot of money been spent on conditioning you to think that way, and now here you are trapped, you know, mentally in a dieting mindset. And so you got to change that. The first thing's got to change, you know. Um, <laughs> look at Don. Hey, Don, good answer. Good answer. That's not what to do. That's what not to do. <laughs> uh, how to stop overeating. I mean, again, I mean, just to stop overeating, again. it, it's, I always say like, like the mindset thing, it's like, it's like Russian nesting dolls, you know what I mean? So the outer mode, it was like the, the mindset pieces, and then there's the tactics that are on the inside. So I can sit, I could sit here and say, oh, you do this, 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 and this to reduce your overeating. But, but it doesn't make a lot of sense without the outer containers that hold it, okay? But how do you stop overeating? You eat more natural foods, okay? Because if you're eating a lot of processed foods, they're literally designed to make you always overeat them and never be satisfied, so as you start eating more plant-based foods, more natural, whole foods, um, you give your body what it needs and you naturally tend to eat less food, you know? And that, that's a simple question. There's a lot more to it than that, obviously. Again, start, listen, everyone go, I gotta get out of here in a second, um, but go and g- go to my bio, click that link and get the hypnosis session because I give you the hypnosis session, which is the new Thin Me, it's a kickstart session. It's really good, um, it's only 10 minutes. You know, experience hypnosis, see what it feels like and see what how it affects you. And then I give you a training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight, where I break all this stuff down in more, I, I, you know, a systematic form. Right here, I'm kind of bebopping all over the place. um, But, you know, that'll help you, you know, get a get, get a better sense of things. All right. Yep, Astra says, yeah, I don't know who I am if I'm not an obese person. Exactly, exactly. And don't be ashamed of that. It's not an embarrassing thing. It's just, it's a fact. And so you acknowledge that and then you move forward. That, that really the process of you mastering your weight involves you creating a new identity, a new persona, you know, self-image, whatever you want to call it. You become a new version of yourself, a better version of yourself, let's say. I don't want to say better, like like being overweight isn't the, the deciding factor there. But if you don't want to be overweight, then... You know, when you weigh what you want, that's a better version of you than when you don't weigh what you want. Don't want to weigh, you know, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I have to admit, no idea how to be a thin person. Astra, I appreciate it. You know, acknowledging that's the first step. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no one knows. If you're struggling with your weight, you have no idea how to think like a thin person. You know what I mean? Like, it's that simple. You take my brain and put it in any overweight person's body, we're going to start losing weight Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, Jim, you don't know that genetics. Fuck that, because everything I do is built around mastering my weight, my mindset, my lifestyle, my eating. Everything would change instantly, from the thoughts, from the importance, to the motivation, to our self-image, to how we handle emotions, to how we deal with habits, to how we think, to how we maintain. The lifestyle instantly changes. You know what I mean? All of a sudden we've got these eight habits that are really intensely transformative, and obviously the eating changes. So any any person, we would start losing weight. Um, someone says I can lose, but I can't keep it off. Yeah, Melinda, that's the dieting. That's the dieting way, right? It's all obsessed on losing. I just want to lose the weight. I just want to lose the weight. I just want to lose the weight. That's all you think about. And so, for the rare times you do actually lose the weight, because what's happening is you're trading the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And then at some point, the scale doesn't stop. You got to your goal weight. Hey, congratulations! But now there's no pleasure. There's no excitement. You're not prepared for it. Now it's just a vacuum of thought. Now you're like, oh, what, what do I do now? And you know what you do? You say, oh shit, I don't want to put the weight back on. I don't want to put the weight back on, <laughs> right? And it starts to become this whole other, uh, you know, mindset of being worried about putting the weight back on. And then that's what happens, you know. So, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's all a mindset game, but yeah, yeah, you know, listen, it is hard for you to figure it out yourself. You know, you can do what I did. You know, I spent 30 years figuring it out. I spent tens and tens of thousands of dollars training all this stuff. And, uh, you know, now I learned how to do it. So, you know, you can get my program and shortcut it, or you can just take it upon yourself and just keep studying, 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 train, 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 and figure it out, you know? But trying to learn it on your own is like trying to learn a language on your own. You know, it's kind of difficult. Um, all right, everyone, I got to get out of here. Um, I would love to keep, love to keep talking this. Oh yeah, yeah. I've always been overweight. Yeah, yeah. I get it, Melinda. Listen, get get the get the um the session and watch the training. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I my whole career is working with people like you. You know, um, that struggle with that. So, anyways, get get the hypnosis session, do that, and uh, I'm gonna do it. Oh man, sorry, Truth Singer. I wish I could talk about that, but I gotta get out of here. I got a coaching call. By the way, if you join my program, you work with me twice a week. You know, for eight weeks, that you get to work with me, which is, man. Can't tell you. (laughs) Thanks, Sonny. I appreciate you saying that. All right, everyone. Have a super day. We'll talk soon. Bye.